All right, everybody, welcome. This is Just Quarantines by Titan Radio. My name is Amber. I'm Monica. Do I introduce myself too? <laughs> yes. And then I'll, I'll say um, and for our guests that are on our show, it's going to be Angie. Yeah. Hello. I'm Angie. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. Well, this show is going to be, this is our first episode of Quarantines. It's going to be all about how our students at Cal State Fullerton are or pretty much how everyone's doing right now mm-hmm. in this whole quarantine situation. We're like living in a um, historic moment. So we got to see, we got to um, kind of videograph and, you know, take record of everything about how this is Imagine going. your kid comes with a textbook and I was like, did you know about coronavirus? Don't speak about that in this household. I lived it. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be crazy. Like the... It's going to be in economics books. It's going to be in history books. That's like the thing that kind of like feels so surreal. And it, like, it's like, I know everyone's feeling this, but that idea of just like, it just feels like it's not really happening. Yeah. But like it is, and we're going to hear about this and this is going to last longer than we thought. And it has more outcomes than we think. And it's just, it's weird. It just, because it's so unnatural to everyone's normal mm-hmm. routine. That it's just like, mm. what the heck is happening? <laughs> okay, so to kind of start off this episode, we're going to break it up into two parts. Um, I will be kind of leading the first part, Amber will lead the second part. But like she said, we want to kind of give this as a platform for students, faculty, whoever, to kind of express what they're feeling. Um, so the first part is going to be mainly that, just so we kind of get a background of who's going to be one of our guests, which of course is going to be Angie here. So she's going to be telling us more about herself and how it's personally affecting her, the people around her. So, for starters, Angie, of course, we know who you are, but mm-hmm. possibly the listeners don't know. So, what is kind of your role here at Cal State Fullerton? What are you? Are you faculty? Are you a student? What do you do? I am a student. I'm a double major in marketing and broadcast journalism. So, I'm in the Com- College of Common, College of Business. Um, and then I also work at Titan Radio with you guys. Um, as a marketing and promotions director so Mm -hmm. tear tear to my job because like I don't have tickets to give away it's kind of sad Um, but yeah that's basically like I don't really do much except for go to school or go to Titan Radio I feel so bad because I had so many good ones yeah this semester they were so good yeah I had gotten the whole like Coachella lineup Mm -hmm. like secured for April and I was like we're gonna run with it Mm -hmm. like the fact that I had Keytronada tickets it's crazy ridiculous but I, we just never even gave them away because like obviously all of the shows got canceled and a lot of people got really upset about it but you know it is what it is yeah you kind of have to anyway mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's like literally not on us yeah situation which is weird because i genuinely felt for a second i was like it's not gonna last that long we'll be fine mm-hmm. and then i was like oh we're not fine yeah. <laughs> we're not fine at all <laughs> I feel like it turned around really quickly, too. Like, it just happened so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, okay. That's where I'm at right now. It's like, yeah, this is, like, month one. Like, there's going to be several months. Like, hopefully yeah. April is it. But even then... Like, we're all graduating, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which makes it months. so much more, like, ah. Like, it just hurts a little bit more than usual. Like, why'd it have to happen now? Because we had to leave with the bang. <laughs> this is our bang, just not the bang we wanted. <laughs> I'm a super senior. This was my moment. 
It's like we got this far, we were gonna graduate and just be like cruising into jobs and nope. Okay. So obviously me and Amber kinda already know how TR is, but um we're gonna let you kind of explain because one of our next questions was if you are a part of an organization on campus, mm. how did they get affected? How are they working around it? Is it still up and running? Is it closed? Um I mean we already know the answer, but if you can explain yeah. to the listeners how that's working out. I don't know if you guys were at that meeting, but like basically Titan Radio about a week and a half before we completely went remote at Cal State Fullerton, we had like an emergency meeting. I think Amber ran into that meeting like at the tail end of it. I was freaking out. Yeah. So it was like all directors met and then like it was literally like a crash course on like everything's going to shut down. Mm -hmm. We're going to remain hopeful that we'll come back after spring break, but for right now we're gonna take like the first step forward to doing everything by this point everybody was already freaking out a little bit like we were cleaning hectically at the station because we do have 80 djs maybe even more sometimes because yeah. people are bringing in guests bringing in friends having people come in and out and like you know you're interacting with just so many people in a, such a small space like if you if people haven't been to titan radio you guys definitely have to go next semester we're like a little like hallway that's literally the easiest yeah. way to explain it. Like, we're like a little hallway where you're bumping into each other literally everywhere you go. <laughs> a little hallway with two rooms already in it as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. there's the fact that you have 14 staff members that work in that little hallway. And mm-hmm. then in addition to that, you have like 80 other people that come in and out. Like, you just know there's so many people that are part of the station. And so I remember the crash course that we basically did was like everything shutting down, cut off everything. Um there's some things that we can still leave running until like the higher ups tell us, which is like the concert giveaways and stuff weren't going to be canceled until that Friday that we stopped broadcasting. So like once it was like the quick turnaround that, okay, everything's shutting down by that Friday, venues were already canceling shows. Mm-hmm. So then from my end and my perspective, it was like, okay, email every single person that you're in contact with at a venue let them know that you're no longer doing ticket giveaways because of this, this, and this. And like, for me, it's like, okay, don't be upset with us, but like, we're trying to take precautions with this and I don't want to ruin like the relationship that we have, but we have to do it just for the safety of everybody. Yeah. And so I appreciated that Titan Radio like did that, but like we did go into the dark for a little bit because we didn't know what was going on and we were freaking out in our personal lives and not really knowing like what the next step was like, and what the next way to say things was, I think was the biggest thing for us. Because, like, we knew of what was potentially going to happen, but we didn't know how to communicate it to everybody else. I think because it was such a surreal thing to be like, we literally have to stop? Like, what do you mean stop? And I was like, like, we're off the grid? Yeah. Like, how, like, what? Like, it doesn't make sense. Also, mm-hmm. I feel like for me personally, how everything happened was so sudden. Like, obviously, I was hearing about the news and it was getting a little bit worse every day. But I was still in the mindset of like, oh, well, the flu kills more people. So like, this isn't that serious. We need Mm -hmm. to calm down. And then I remember just being in class and then my teacher was like, okay, so you guys have probably already gotten the email. So like, when you come back from our break, because it's like an almost four hour class. Mm -hmm. So when we come back from our break, we're going to talk about how we're going to like move forward. And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you mean? Like, this was just like an every other day for me mm-hmm. and I was like what is he talking about and then I checked my email and it was like school's gonna be closed and yeah. then literally at the exact moment Matt's like we're having an emergency meeting mm-hmm. um talking about what's gonna happen to Titan Radio and I just thought in the back of my head I was like no like this is not the semester mm-hmm. for like things to go down and like shut down because 
I feel like we had so much stuff planned, especially for yeah. you. You're giving away so many things. Interns, directors are working on so many mm-hmm. really cool new events yeah. that obviously would include a bunch of people touching and like being mm-hmm. near each other, but like really cool new stuff. It was our 20th anniversary. It still is. What do you mean? It still is. We got the whole year, but like (laughs) it was just like the one time we're so excited to celebrate and so many people have thought so hard on ideas and just like made them happen. And we were so close to having those events, like literally the week of about to happen. And then we just have to cancel everything. It was just like, how do we tell people that? Because it just feels so like not real. Yeah. I think for, like, a lot of, because, like, we are student-run for the most part, so, like, Matt having to tell us we're shutting down is, like, okay, understandable, you're obviously, like, you you know, university mm-hmm. person now, you can tell us what to do, but then for, like, all of the directors, it's, like, okay, well, all of these things get canceled, so, like, for example, for, like, my team, like, Shelby was running Life's Tuffy, okay, now Shelby doesn't do Life's Tuffy, she's limited on hours, what do I do to help her? Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's, like, the whole change that you had to do because, like, for us, it's, like, I'd rather give the hours that I get and the tasks that I have to an intern that's going to get academic credit or something for it mm-hmm. as opposed to collecting those hours myself. Um, and then the other big thing was that I was upset about was kind of, like, the people that had just gotten their first show. Because, mm-hmm. like, I remember when I got my first show, I was just, like, oh, my God, like, I'm so nervous. And then when I finally got into the rhythm of it, it was, like, show three, show four. And then by show three, show four, everybody's shows get canceled. Mm-hmm. I try not to make this about me, but I do feel like I was heavily impacted in like all those ways that you mentioned, like just mm-hmm. in the sense that it was my first semester with the show. But not only that, um, my internship or my hours and like every time we would do a meeting, mm-hmm. it was like, well, I would tell them like I'm campus outreach and I talk to people and they're like, oh, you're doing radio? Where is it? I don't know it. And I was like, yes, I am. Like, and I wanted to make, just this semester, my goal was to make it more aware to the, student, the mm-hmm. whole student body, like, especially people that are even, aren't, like, involved with a lot of stuff, like, we mm-hmm. could definitely, like, make them a part of the Titan Radio family, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, so, and that was, like, my goal. I was, like, well, since I'm campus outreach intern, I think, like, I want to talk more to the campus, and I want to get, like, people, and then, like, all that was just shut down, like, mm-hmm. completely, and, like, uh, and now, I mean, it's, I'm still pretty fortunate that I, a lot of the stuff that I can do is through Zoom, basically, and I could still, like, interact with people, but, I mean, it's way harder to get people to get involved over the internet than, like, walk on over down to the basement. Yeah, and, like, for a lot of people, it was, like, their safe space. For a lot of people, it was the place where they made their most friends. For a lot of people, it was like, oh, well, like, this is the one thing that I have to look forward to. And it kind of just got taken away from them suddenly. We couldn't do anything about it, even though we tried. Because, like, we know how much it means to us. And we know how much it po- probably means to them, too. But it's just, like, in that situation, it's just, like, your safety matters way more to us than, like, having the show. Even though it's heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a good segue into, so I guess in a way... This episode is going to be more obviously about you, Angie, and how you're affected, but in a way, maybe like a really quick introduction how TR is going through it, because obviously yeah. your job, at least one of your job, mm-hmm. is about TR. But um, I don't know if you want to talk about what else you do, or if you want to kind of continue on how TR kind of is now running things. You can obviously do both. I just don't know what you want yeah. to talk about first. I think we should just keep going with TR for a little bit, just to explain to people why we're doing this. True. Good point. 
like okay. I, back to like the whole thing that we're there for the people and like you know we really care about like the people that come into the station and it's difficult to give people shows sometimes but we try to accommodate as many people as we can um I think like for this like you guys working on this project is a lot of like trying to connect back to them and like give them a place where they can hear someone that's kind of like relating to the same things because like you guys are going to reach out to like different people in different majors doing different things being mm -hmm. affected in different ways and just like hearing that you're kind of not alone in the situation mm -hmm. I feel like it's going to be really helpful to people yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and I think all of us as a student body got like a really late notice like we were watching things happen but we were kind of just yeah didn't think it would happen to us and it even in the station. when it closed I thought it would be like a week or two yeah, yeah me too it kind of sucks when you think about it because we're a broadcast branch mm -hmm. and like things like this that we should like be communicating to people but when we didn't know what was going on how are we supposed to tell other people what's going on you know yeah, yeah. But like back to TR, TR closing for like a week and then us announcing like, hey, we're closing basically indefinitely. Okay. Yeah. And that thing was scary because I remember when they announced like the emergency meeting, the only thing I'm back in my head was like, just like, please don't take this away from me. Like, I, I need this. And then it went from like, okay, fine. If we close, just let me do pre-record. Mm -hmm. And then Matt was like, I can't answer anything right now because we got to figure other stuff out. And I was just like, yeah. I, I, I need an answer. But obviously, I'm not going to bug them for that. That day was pretty sad for us, honestly. It was. Everyone was just like, what do we, what do, what do, we do? Like, all of us literally stayed in the station for the longest time. I was going to say that. Just because yeah. we didn't know what to do and we didn't want to yeah. leave. <laughs> well, also, they changed the door locks. So I know. That was so hard. Yeah. So we would have not been able to get back in. It so. was hard. <laughs> it was rough because I was I didn't I didn't realize it but like that was literally like the last time we were gonna step foot in it like we left there thinking that we were gonna go back mm -hmm. and now we're like sitting here the semester's basically like closed because graduation like, campus at graduation's postponed and we're not gonna step foot on Titan Radio for a few months now. Well, I mean, when are we going back? Like uh, after school? I mean, that's fine. We can, but realistically, we're not really going back. Yeah. yeah. Um. There's TR traditions. There's a TR tradition for graduating seniors that you go take your grad picks and bring your family to Titan Radio. Mm -hmm. You're graduating, so be either before or after you walk, everybody just like kind of meets up and like says the last goodbyes to TR. Um. And so that's what I was looking forward to because like last year, I got to take pictures of my friends in the booth. And got to like walk around with them and take pictures of them. And it was so much fun because like it was only a handful of graduating seniors. But like this time I know I knew so many more graduating seniors. I'm like, I just wish you guys had that experience because like that's like the last experience of TR that you have before you move on. So mm -hmm. oh God. And that's the thing. It's like since we don't even know when graduation will even be, it's like yeah. it might be a summer thing. Hell, it might even be like you're going to be put with the people who graduate in fall too. And you just have separate weeks and it's like, what? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how long to wait. And it just feels so. We literally don't know. And that's what bugs me. But at the same time, like super understandable because who it's a virus. You, this isn't something you can plan that it's going to go away at mm -hmm. a certain time. We don't know. People keep messing it up too, by going out. So like, I feel like it could only really get worse. Yeah. People just don't listen. And I'm glad we're doing pre-record because, I mean, honestly, it's the only option we have. 
Mm-hmm. But like the, as cool as it is to be like, hey, we're giving you guys something, it does suck for obviously the DJs who genuinely relied on the tech we had yeah. in the station. And I mean, not everyone's privileged to have even a laptop to record mm-hmm. on. Yeah. So it sucks with the people who were very talented or maybe like you said, they were their first show mm-hmm. and then they have to like completely stop it or completely stop something they've been doing forever just because they don't have tech. Yeah, this just kind of made everybody, like, step a little bit outside of their comfort zones and, like, learn new skills and stuff like that, which isn't anything bad. It's just Mm -hmm. that you're right that people didn't have the resources to do it. Like, Landy and Shelby, who are both, like, marketing interns, they don't have resources to edit video or, or, like, other stuff. Landy can edit audio, I guess, on his iPad, but Shelby, like, has a Mac, well, not a MacBook, like, a Chromebook. Mm -hmm. So it basically doesn't have anything. Yeah, you, you can't really do anything. And, like, She's, like, one of the people that I rely on to, like, make graphics and, like, help edit videos and stuff, but then she can't do it because she doesn't have the resource for it. I don't know. Hopefully, things will, like, go at least back to normal next semester. We won't be there, obviously, to see what happens, but... Which is also, like, scary, because, I mean, you've brought this up where, like, you were getting ready to kind of train either... I mean, two of your interns to talk mm-hmm. to possibly take your place. And then yeah. now it's like all the stuff you have to teach them. Number one, those events and like how you network and stuff, you can't do that. So how are you going to teach them? Number two, a lot of the stuff you had was either at the station and it's mm-hmm. like, you can't get it. Yeah. It's just, it's difficult to, to see that. Cause like both of them are doing no credit. Mm-hmm. When I was an intern, I was doing no credit, but my goal was to become a director the next semester. And so, like, I was actually the comm intern last spring, and then I became the marketing director this semester, but I had applied for comm. Mm-hmm. I ended up just getting marketing instead. And so, like, when I – the very first day, I remember that both Landy and Shelby were like, I want your job. I'm like, okay, there's two of you guys for one job. (laughs) Like, you know, it's just like, you have to train both of them and then just see like which one in the end gets chosen. Cause I don't, I don't have any control over it, but I can train both of them to like what I learned how to do and what I made, how I made things easier for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just working with them, like being able to see them work in person is different than having them work remotely. Cause like, obviously when you look at someone and you're seeing how they're doing stuff, like you figure out, the way that they process things and the way that they're thinking and what Mm -hmm. they like and what they don't like. And so like, I've been always been like a person to adapt to that. And so like just teaching them remotely is going to be so difficult because a lot of it is just like meticulous stuff, like how to write an email, how to do this, where to find this, where to find this, what do do you do with this? Like what happens when this happens, you know, like Mm -hmm. just little things like that. So I don't know, hopefully it'll be okay. I don't think it'll be too bad, but I remember when I got my training for this position, it was a lot. <laughs> Not gonna lie. It was a lot of information, but we're we got through it, you know, it's just fine. <laughs> I was just gonna ask and um just because we talked a little bit about how our school kind of gave us the late notice, even as an organization and even as faculty, since we got a lot of our information from Matt, who mm-hmm. is it was pertinent to let him know, but mm-hmm. how did you in your other job, um, being that it was also an education system just for a different level, mm-hmm. um I know you, I remember you got a pretty late notice, but if you've talked to any other faculty members there, how, how did they get their notice? Um, so, I, so I work at a high school. Um, my official title is an instructional provider, but like it's basically just being a math tutor. So I'm inside of the classroom 
with certain teachers throughout the day while kids are learning. Um, and so all, all my job is, is just to help them and like answer their questions or if they're falling behind, try to catch them up to things and all that. And so we don't have emails with the school. So like every faculty member has an assigned email. We don't have that and we never got one. Mm -hmm. um, which is kind of strange because like technically we're supposed to have like all of these like different booklets and like resources, but we just don't have any of that. We don't have access to it. It exists somewhere, but we just don't have the login codes for it. So mm -hmm. I remember because I, I went to work Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. So Wednesday that Titan Radio closed, the next day I was at work and I was trying to like communicate what was going on at school. Everything was shutting down. And then the school was kind of like freaking out a little bit, um, but just faculty and no one was saying anything. But the prediction on that Thursday was that in two weeks, the school was going to close. So we weren't supposed to come back after spring break, which is this week that we're filming. So May, March 30th to whatever, April, that whole week, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so we were getting all of our communication from the teachers that we work with. And then that Friday that we walked in, it was like no one knew what was going on, but it was like the weirdest feeling walking into work that day because at lunch, right before the bell rang, they made a huge announcement saying, if you are... Um, a certified because they're certified and classified so I'm part of classified which means that I don't have the teaching credential to teach mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of us that fall into it it's like um the maintenance people the office workers anyone else like that falls under that classified and then you have the certified which are just teachers so they're like anyone that's certified is going to have a meeting at the beginning of this lunch period and then there was a break in between two lunches and then it was classified and then again the other certified teachers because there's two different buildings and they have different lunches and I remember the first certified people went and then all of, all of us classified tutors were like what the hell do we do because we were supposed to be celebrating someone like leaving and then we were like okay well we can't celebrate because we have to go to this meeting and at the meeting they kind of just like it was like they didn't know what was going on <laughs> and so we were just we got there and they're like all of you guys that are classified um today's the last day of work don't show up to work on monday unless you're scheduled for monday if you come on monday we'll let you know what's going to happen for the rest of the week but as of right now we cannot confirm that we're going to pay you and we can only say that we're going to be closed until i think it was like april 13th yeah which got extended now but like april 13th was the day that we were supposed to come back and so we all left that day confused as to like whether or not we were going to be employed or not having money and mind you like that was like the Wednesday before I basically got fired from Titan Radio because we didn't know if we were going to get paid and then the next day I find out like oh I'm not going to get paid for my other job too um and so that Monday they had another mandatory meeting and they decided that they were going to pay us for a month and it was going to be the average of what you made in your past month but I get paid once a month so like I hadn't gotten paid until the first time in three months like in March so it was like, okay, I don't have any money right now. Um, so that was a little bit difficult how they didn't really have a plan for it. And then finding out that we weren't going to come back until March 4th, I mean, May 4th. We didn't know about that until we saw it on social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because like we don't have the emails to get immediate information. We just like looked on social media one day and we're like, okay. It's just so like unprofessional to me. Like I don't understand how... You can have employees 
even student workers and you're still not even telling them what's happening it's like how there was a petition going around because everybody was a little bit upset because it it makes sense why a lot of the tutors would have gotten mad because like you have avid tutors that do every single subject hired under avid and then you had like us that are like math tutors english tutors and uh science tutors were specific subject tutors paid under a completely different fund that's already allocated in the beginning of the year. So the money's already there to pay us. It's just that they had to decide whether or not they were going to. Um, and that's so, the hard part. Like yeah. their hands off of your pay. Yeah. And so it's kind of just like everybody was having a petition because they were like, well, the kids' success, we should be able to help them even through this like challenging time, even through the transition we should be able to like be a resource to them even if you know we're not there in person but again that goes back to like the difficulty of like we are mandated reporters but we're not certified therefore we can't be one-on-one with students individually mm-hmm. um, but if a student comes up to us and tells us something that we as mandated reporters have to report then that's you know that gray line that we have that we don't really know like where we are and where we stand because technically we're considered teachers but we're not treated like teachers because we're not yeah so it's kind of weird (laughs) um yeah interest yeah and it's insane because i i question how these other countries are doing it just because this is think about how much of it's affected us and how what a late notice and all of us, mm-hmm. the kids, really, like, in, in the education system, I think about what the other, um, you know, like, China, what they're doing for their education system. Like, it mm-hmm. seems, you know, we're just kind of leaving it, oh, well, we don't know what's going on. Yeah. Nobody knows, really. So, the kids are like, screwed. Mm-hmm. Which is so annoying. It's I get that a lot of things need to stop. A lot of things, you know, a lot of shops, a lot of businesses are closing because people cannot be congregating together. Mm-hmm. I get that. But to just be like, we don't know. We don't know what to do with schools. I don't know. Like, it just seems so disrespectful to just be like, well, this is stopping us from doing a lot, so we're just going to stop caring. It's like, no, you should have a backup plan. This should have been something that should have been kind of talked about. Obviously, we didn't know a pandemic was going to happen. But in an crazy situation, there should have been some type of backup plan, whereas, like, if we have to stop this – what should we do? Okay, maybe we'll continue. Maybe we'll try to have these resources available. We might mm-hmm. have some backup money available, something. If you're a big corporation or a big system in something, you should at least have a backup plan for the worst case scenario mm-hmm. to just completely stop and just be like, I don't know. When it's already been a couple of weeks and you can at least try to figure it out, that yeah. to me is just kind of insane, especially when people always use the argument, especially like politicians and all that stuff where it's like the kids are the future. We care so much about our children. I don't want this policy to go through because think of how the kids are going to be affected. Mm -hmm. But then to just be like, we're not going to pay teachers. No, we're going to just close school for a whole month. Also, we're not going to pay teachers who literally need a living wage Mm -hmm. just from this. No, you'll be okay. Just file for unemployment. Oh, unemployment's getting filled. Give us a couple months. We'll figure it out. We need the economy to keep running. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what are you talking about? And it's just like, it's so, it just shows like how disorganized you are as a country. Yeah. In a way, like how like egotistical we are to be like, we're the best, we're the best, we're the best. But then like right now, everyone's just showing how like weak and just like vulnerable they are. Yeah. 
just because they don't have money. And it's like mm-hmm. the money shouldn't be the only thing keeping you strong or like a big nation. It's like you should have the resources ready for any circumstance to happen where you're like, I have plan B, I have plan C, I have plan D. Let's try to care about these people and at least give them the best we can, even if that's not much instead of just nothing at all. And I think that's what bugs me the most um, to just be like, we got to cancel school. Sorry guys. Don't come for two months. Okay. Anyway. And it's like, what? Like, what do you mean? That's not how this is supposed to work. Like, it's not that we're, like you should have some type of backup just because we can't physically go to school doesn't mean that you now have to stop paying adults who've literally gone into debt trying to get a degree just to teach people because they genuinely care about either kids or teens or adults. Mm-hmm. And it's like just to leave them out dry is yeah. just so sad. Yeah. And yeah, they just... had, the teachers had like a week to prep whatever lesson plan they had. But then I guess like for me, it kind of brought like more light into what people don't consider as having privilege, like mm-hmm. having privilege of having a pencil, of having Literally. paper, of having someone that can help read to you if you're like under the age of like five or whatever, that you need someone to help you process things. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I had like, it's kind of sad sometimes when I think about it, but there's, I've had students that are literally like, I don't have internet at home. And when you think about it, like all their textbooks, like, yeah, they have Chromebooks and they have like laptops and stuff that they can access all their material online. But if they don't have internet at home or if their power keeps getting cut off or if they don't really have a stable place to live or if they're in a household, like they don't consider everything. And like these kids aren't going to openly tell you like, hey, there's this thing that's going on in my house that I want you to know about because they're not comfortable because they don't Mm -hmm. have someone like that to -hmm. tell those things to. And so, like, when they finally get to the point where they get comfortable with, like, us as, like, tutors and that are kind of at the same age as them and went through what they went through and, like, hopefully they'll see us and, like, think, okay, I can talk to them because they're not an adult, like, technically an adult to them. They kind of, like, come up to us and, like, we try to help them. But a lot of the, a lot of the parents and, like, of the students that, like, I've had that are, like, I don't have internet and I've tried to find a way to get them internet, their parents are, like, I don't want you to seem like um like a charity case Mm -hmm. to any school and like that shouldn't be the case like that's just the mentality of both the teachers and the students and like you guys both need to like come together and just be like this is a way that the education system is going to shift to please like understand this and please know that like this is something that you guys need just like universal like have everybody have wi-fi (laughs) like that would fix a majority of the problems that kids face right now but then in addition to that, it's like, okay, let kids have pencils, let kids have paper, like they can figure it out with pencil and paper. But like, also, if they don't have any support at home, that's what kind of like, brings everything down, because then a teacher's re- responsible for the kid not learning. Mm-hmm. But it's not the teacher's fault that the kid doesn't have the resources at home to do it. You know? Exactly. Yeah. On them it shouldn't be put on the teachers mm-hmm. like like how monica was saying there should have been something already set in place especially with the f- technological advancements we have today like i mean but you're right people don't have wi-fi but mm-hmm. at the same time at least there should have been already packets like homeschooling should already be a thing like not only for that people like right now nobody can go to school but think about mm-hmm. like the and the kids whose parents are anti-vaxxers yeah. and so they can't go to school and that's not even their choice they're already not getting the proper education mm-hmm. and we're just like allowing the like they should already have packets and whatever they need where they actually you know have yeah available 
Um, I actually heard that it's like kind of difficult to get a kid into homeschooling. Um, just like a quick side story to like all of this is that I had a student that was my student about two years ago. So I tutored him in the class two years ago. Um, and so he's a junior, junior now, has had straight A's for his whole high school career, got into the honors classes, is doing perfectly fine. Um, he got into a really bad accident at a football game where he was basically left kind of paralyzed for a little bit and was hospitalized for a really long time. And um, when he came back, he was still responsible for completing all of the coursework that he didn't even learn. And he was being forced to take these exams of content that he didn't even understand and he couldn't even process it by himself. And like, if you look at it, when you're an honors kid taking on so many classes and in athletics and in extracurriculars, like it just gets too much. And yes, his parents are trying to help him, but also like, this is a kid that's on that like borderline of like, my parents don't really speak a lot of English mm -hmm. and I don't really have a lot of support at home because my parents are always working but I am really smart and I really want to do this for myself. And like when you get a kid like that, it's like you want to help them because you know that they're self-motivated. Yeah. Um, but in this situation, like nothing happened until like his freshman teacher contacted administration saying, you guys are messing up and you guys are ruining his education mm -hmm. because he's not going to be motivated to do it anymore because you guys are just making him take a ton of tests about information that he doesn't even know when he wants to learn the material. It's not his fault that he wanted to do extracurriculars and he got injured. Like, you know, like it's, you should provide like another resource for him. And so the kid decided to show up to school in like a full neck brace, couldn't even walk because he didn't want to lose his straight A's. Wow. And it took like a million emails to get this kid to literally be homeschooled for a month until he could walk again. And like, it's just little things like that, that Yes, it makes sense that a school is making money by having a kid be present in the classroom, but also like benefits of the child are let him stay home. <laughs> like, you know, he can't, he literally could not walk. He was always tired. He couldn't get into the line for lunch. So he would either not eat or like just snack off of things that his friends gave him. Like it was just the worst situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was like how flawed the system is like, Capitalism there's, is like yeah. their priority. There's so many flaws, so many flaws. And there's not a lot of support. And a lot of the things that happen is that you see a kid and you're like, the kid is having difficulty learning. Okay, I don't want to deal with him as a teacher because like it's going to take up a lot of my time. I don't have a tutor here to help me. So I'm going to send him to like the specs classes, which is basically just a special education classes. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's not the case. You're ruining these kids into educations by not teaching them in the way that they need to be taught and not giving them the attention or listening to them and just automatically labeling them as something that they're not like, you know, it's, no, it's just so stressful. If you don't fall into the quota of just being like, a normal student who mm -hmm. can learn at a progressive level that meets with their requirements, you're just filed off as something else. And yeah, they'll try to put you in a program or try to fund programs that help people who are a little bit slower, but it's not even funded that much. And then they mm -hmm. fill those programs up with so many students that mm -hmm. it's hard to still give individual help which is what yeah. they need and yeah. then they keep filling up the regular classrooms and mm -hmm. it's kind of this like I don't want to say natural selection but in like a weird type of mindset it is it's like if you make it out 
cool. If you don't, sorry, you didn't learn this right, and you're probably mm-hmm. gonna like grow up not really knowing this mm-hmm. type of subject better than the other. And it's yeah. just life. Like, yeah. Yeah, sorry, like that's it. And then it's sad because like with this whole situation happening, you're hearing about how like people are trying to give like students and family just food to eat because a lot of students relied on like the free mm-hmm. food they can get. So sometimes sad. They, yeah, sometimes they just get their breakfast and lunch from campus they don't even eat dinner at home because mm-hmm. they don't have the resources to do that and so I guess the good thing is that the schools in like the district that I'm in are giving away free meals some mm-hmm. of the elementary schools are giving away like materials to little kids and stuff which is a good thing but also like just not having like an additional support system to them is kind of like what left me thinking was like okay I have been at this school for four years mm-hmm. so that means that I've had kids that were freshmen that are now seniors and are going to be graduating and my whole thing was like oh my gosh I'm going to see my seniors graduate mm-hmm. I'm going to see them walk across the stage get their diploma I'll be there for their senior exit interviews I'll be there for their prom mm-hmm. I'll be there for like all these little events that for me it was like okay these are like little staples in high school we're like yeah it's not the end of the world that you don't have it but also it's something that you wanted to look forward to yeah. you know and like that makes you feel proud yeah and the fact that they got there it's kind of like okay I helped you get there Mm. and you still come back and visit me and we have a good time we talk about stuff you know and like just hearing about a lot of these kids like not being able to see like their acceptances with their friends because Mm -hmm. they're not allowed to see their friends or not being able to like figure out um what's going to happen next or what choices they make or how to make the choice for college because like they don't have anyone there to help them out Mm. and it's like we're part of that process of helping them figure out what they want to do with their lives because yes, it's the last time that we're going to be able to guide them through that. Yeah. Can't imagine. Everybody's situation is so tough. Yeah. I feel like everybody just has different like perspectives on things and how things are going. And then at the end of the day, like, yes, care about what, what you contributed towards, but also take a second to like think about yourself. Cause like a lot of the teachers that I was working with that Friday, they like would just be, beat up and they were like a lot of them were senior teachers that were like I won't be able to help my seniors get a good grade to apply for colleges and be accepted a lot of them were like freshman teachers that were like I was just breaking through this concept to this kid and now I won't be able to continue to do it because I won't see them in person and then like you have the ones that gave up basically that were like they're not going to do their work and it's true a lot of people need their hand held like in the lower levels but in the upper levels these kids were like trying to take all of their exams on that Friday. They're like, I know you have it done. Like, can I just take it so that my grade gets boosted up and it'll be fine for like mm-hmm. college admissions and stuff. And it's just like, yeah. you need to care about your own mental state first before you just throw yourself into something and mess everything up, you know? And that's yeah. weird. Cause I didn't even, I don't know why I didn't think about that, but yeah, like college ad- admissions, like how are grades going to be affected? Mm-hmm. Like, are they going to take in consideration? Yeah. Are they not? Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. And then if colleges aren't going to respond to like their questions publicly about those things, and it says a lot about the college. And then that's also freaking out because obviously now have, colleges have to first focus on what the heck they're doing with the students current, but then mm-hmm. also how do we take into account to properly let in the right students in that are about to graduate? Mm-hmm. And how do we give them either a fair chance or how do mm-hmm. we like make it equal for everyone? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, uh, I don't know. I think it's 
just this just like opens up that other conversation that like it's perfectly fine to go to a junior college oh my god 100 percent perfectly fine to do that and like i get it like the situation that we're in right now is crazy a lot of people are getting rejections from their dream colleges or colleges that are like easy to get into and it's just like that just opens up another door of like okay you don't have to go to a four-year right away Mm -mm. you can go to a two-year figure out exactly what you want to do and then apply to the school that's going to give you the best chance Mm -hmm. to do what you want to do you know yeah um I hope these kids don't give up because like I'm not there to tell them like it's okay to go to a junior college um but if we do go back in May which I'm hopeful that we will yeah. Um, hopefully we'll be able to give them a little bit more insight on like how our schools dealt with it because there's multiple tutors from multiple different schools and like the, the way that we were dealing with situations, what we were going through and then relating to them a little bit. And I honestly hope that the first week that we come back, it's just like, let's talk about the situation. Yeah. Let's not, not just pretend like it didn't happened. happen. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's talk about it first. Did it affect you? Are you going to be okay to finish the semester? Are you still like, are you still having a little bit of anxiety with it? Like, do you want someone to talk to? Do you need some more time off? Because I honestly think even if we come back May 4th or the d- day that they say it's May 4th, um, there's going to be so many kids that don't even show up to work or show up to school because they're just still terrified about the situation. Mm-hmm. Or the parents won't let them. Yeah, there's there was literally, like, on Saturday, like, I live, so I live, like, in the border of my city, kind of. But if you go two streets down, like, the street, um, there was, like, a, there's a little, like, it's, like, an academy type of thing. Um, yeah. And there was literally, like, a line of cars going over for three blocks. And there was just lines of cars just lined up, right? And so me being the nosy person I was, decided to go figure out what it was. Mm -hmm. And it was like a food bank where they were doing a food drive. And it was all for students and kids and stuff. And so like just seeing that is just like, wow, there's still like families that rely on the education system to give them the resources for them to make their kids be alive. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. (sighs) It's a lot. But yeah, moving along. Amber just um, left in case you guys missed that. Amber. Yeah, that. Amber had to go. She had to go be with her family because um, luckily she's not tired of them yet <laughs> like I am. <laughs> I feel like that's one of the main things that's driving me more crazy because I thoroughly am more of like a homebody. Like I enjoy mm-hmm. being home. I don't really get FOMO when I see people out in clubs. Mm-hmm. I'm 22. So like that's supposed to be kind of my age range, but like once mm-hmm. in a while, cool. But whenever I go, I'm always like, I want to be home. But I think the reason this is affecting me a lot more, like just physically draining wise is because everyone else is home. So I truly yeah. don't have like my own alone time. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, like, of course, like I'm alone in my room. So right now I feel like my room I'm constantly trying to clean it up and organize it because it's making mm-hmm. me feel like I have my crap together. But then at the same time, it's like to even have a roof over my head during this time and like food downstairs. Yeah. It's like, I can't really complain for too long because yeah. I have it a lot better than a lot of people. I'm like not used to being home. So like me being home all the time is just uncomfortable. Especially like, after the semester. Yeah. Like my first two years of junior college, like I literally like was at home all the time and then like after I went to a four-year I was like I don't want to be home all the time because I have nothing to do and I want to be doing something 
And so I, I literally lived at the station. And I, when I say I lived there, I lived there. Like, I would stay there till, like, 11, sometimes 12, just filming, editing, recording, talking to people, doing stuff, making things, learning new content or new projects and stuff. And, like, having that, because, like, I was there from, like, early in the morning. One time I was there from, like, 6 a.m. to 12 p.m. No, midnight. Um, I was just there. Like, I had nothing else to do. I was just there. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, not having that anymore is just kind of weird because it's, like, oh, Angie, you worked a lot. I'm, like, yes, but I liked what I did. So it wasn't really work. Yeah, so it wasn't really work. And so, like, now it's kind of just uncomfortable because I'm here and I'm just, like, oh, I should be doing something, but I don't really know what to do and I'm not motivated to do it anymore. Yeah, especially with you, a lot of your jobs was networking to make Mm -hmm. events. Mm -hmm. And now it's, like, well, they're canceled, so what else? Mm -hmm. And then I feel like a lot of our content, obviously, for TR had to change. So it's a lot more accessible to people and not obviously more physical. So like for me, I'm I'm a tech intern. So all my tech isn't with me. But I'm lucky enough to have my own tech as in like a mic and a laptop. Mm. So if I need to record a promo or an intro to something that we are going to publish, I can do that. But if I didn't, I don't know what to do. Or if people needed help with audition, we had um, audition workshops last week for DJs who were going to do pre-record and just needed some kind of knowledge because maybe they used to be a live DJ. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have a laptop, I couldn't even do anything. Yeah. Couldn't I'm just thinking like them. if we didn't even switch to pre-recorded episodes, you wouldn't have been doing anything right now. You would have been trying to figure it out. I would have had to make like maybe a blog post. Yeah. Just random stuff. So, like, I'm lucky to have the equipment I have, and I'm lucky that I got my laptop because I never had a laptop in college until last year. Oh, wow. That's a long time to be without a laptop. Uh Uh-huh. I had to borrow my mom's really old one, or I would stay at school and use the computers, which is Mm -hmm. why I don't think I did so well in some of my production classes when I was at a community college because I didn't have a laptop. So you said it was an excuse. Mm -hmm. So to think if I was still like that right now when I'm about to graduate, it's like, oh, my gosh. My whole work is messed up. (sighs) (sighs) Like, we both decided. Just quarantine. Just quarantine. But I feel like we've been rambling for a while. And obviously, this is meant to be a platform to kind of express any difficulties you're going through in a healthy way so they're not bottled up. But we're kind of switching up now to part two of this show which is more of like I guess the positive lights that you're mm-hmm. learning about either yourself about maybe your family about who you are as a person about mm-hmm. maybe some coping mechanisms or maybe even like your mental health like for instance for me I realized that um it's really easy for me to get really depressed really quickly um if I'm not actually being distracted by other stuff mm-hmm. so the first week was really really rough for me And now I'm kind of realizing like, oh crap, I need to stop staying up so late. I need to start eating healthy. And it wasn't even like I was eating unhealthy stuff. It was just like, I'm not even eating because I'm just sad. And it's like, I have to learn to do things and switch things up. So I'm not getting worse into this again. Yeah, that's true. At least like you, you had other people to talk to besides your family, like, cause TR was like around to like hit you up. 
Yeah, like I have you guys. So like, yeah, yeah. Makeup with (laughs) and like Mm -hmm. do random stuff, and it's fun. Um, I guess for me, it kind of just it made me pause my whole life because I only had two classes, and I went into the semester going like or thinking that I was gonna have so much free time, and then I realized I had no free time, and I was like, why don't I have free time if I only have two classes and I'm not working? Because like. Before this semester, I was always taking 18 units, Mm -hmm. always 18 units, working a part-time job and just like, go, 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 go. And then this last semester was like really rough for me because I had two part-time jobs and I was taking 15 units and one capstone was in the 15 units. And so like this semester where I was supposed to chill Mm -hmm. and I didn't chill. And I guess like being basically pulled out of like everything that I was doing made me realize, okay work the hours that you're scheduled to work Mm -hmm. nothing more nothing less Mm -hmm. work over occasionally maybe like think about some things and you know like put in a little extra effort but just try to work in the amount that you're supposed to be working and then allocate time for like other things that you wouldn't consider as part of your routine before Mm -hmm. so like now it's like okay skincare routine actually do it now actually try to eat more than once a day because I only ate once a day and it would be like early in the morning and I would not eat the rest of the day Mm -hmm. the other one would be like walk your dogs I I hadn't walked my dogs in like a million like years thinking about it like when I finally got to like walk them again I'm like wow like I haven't done this in a long time um try makeup dude oh my gosh makeup has been like mind-blowing to me Mm -hmm. I was like you can do this with colors it's literally like you're a white piece of paper and you get your crayons and you make whatever you want and it's art and it's fun yes and that's what I've been doing for like the past few days um just figuring playing around with things that like I never thought I would play around with anymore and then like I also realized how much patience I have for people I'm a very patient person Mm-hmm. I do make weird facial expressions when I don't understand what people are doing, but it's like no, nothing like aggressive or, or like mean. I'm just like, that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. But I will have all the patience in the world just to wait for you to do something. Mm-hmm. So I'm like realizing little things. Like my friend was telling me the other day that she was realizing that um, she was limiting her life to like just going out all the time. Mm-hmm. And then she realized like, okay, I don't need to rely on other people. I can rely on myself. Mm-hmm. like that's kind of like where I'm going I'm trying to figure out like what other things I can do that rely on myself but then I realize you know this is a great discovery I need to start loving myself more mm-hmm. that's what I realized the other day I was like wow like when I was putting on makeup and then I started taking like those timer selfie pictures because sometimes you just gotta take good pictures of yourself yeah, I just feel yourself yeah I was just like oh my gosh like this is just this is something that like I never process because I'm running at a million miles a minute I don't slow down and then when I slowed down I was like you are cool <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something else but I can't really cuss on this show so <laughs> but um yeah I'm, I feel like now I kind of just want to go back into like um learning some more music and stuff because like I used to play the violin for mm-hmm. eight years wow yeah I played it for eight years um and then I try to get into, like, other instruments. I have a ukulele right here. My Same. Brother, my brother has a piano. And, like, I've been wanting to get into all of that stuff. But uh, I think the biggest thing that happened to me 
going into like this time of like break is that it was right after I found out that I needed both of my surgeries done. Mm-hmm. And when they told me that you can't really get it done until you get good insurance. And so I was looking forward to going to my physical therapy to like figure out how to fix my knee. And so like right now I'm kind of just in that weird place where like I'm trying to um I'm trying to figure out how to fix it myself through like the workouts that they gave me. But at the end of the day, like I know that I would never have like the same resources that I had. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of just like I'm more aware of what's going on in my knee and I know that it's getting worse. So I'm trying to just distract myself from that because it'd make me really sad. And like sometimes I realize like, oh wow, I'm gonna need um, two knee surgeries on the same knee and I'm just like, it's kind of sad, but it's okay because you don't need it right now. There's bigger things happening in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. What is one thing you recommend to kind of either stay busy or just stay positive? I know you mentioned some things Mm -hmm. that you're doing that are like new, like either makeup or like trying to learn a new instrument. But is there like one main thing that you would recommend to other people listening right now? I think people need to just sit down, listen to like a good song and just color for like an hour. There's nothing else. Like, don't stare at a screen. Like, we've been working on screens for too long. You've probably been on your phone for a really long time. Mm-hmm. You don't want to process more information that you have to, than you have to. Just like clear everything and just like stop or like go outside because it's kind of sunny. Like, you can be outside by yourself. Go outside and just sit there. Or like even your backyard. Like yeah. Something. Just sit there, like you. Like take a take a quick like little walk, take a lap around the neighborhood, like just little things like that, where you're literally disconnected. Don't bring your phone with you. Like just go, mm-hmm. and then you'll notice so much more about like how you feel personally compared to like you always being attached to something. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's kind of like it's kind of con- um what's what's the word? It's not controversial. It's kind of um contradicts. Um yeah, contradictory or like um whatever like is it because we're not supposed to go oh critical because like we're recording all this and like we're always like working and stuff like that still even when we're not like um at work and stuff Mm -hmm. but like it's just yes you have to do what you have to do but also take your time to like just disconnect from everything I recommend coloring because like it's fun no one has to see what you color Mm -hmm. but it's fun to just like scribble and like just pretend that you're a kid again like you know yeah. Just a good time. Yeah. The other day I had breakfast outside for like the first time in forever and it felt good. Mm-hmm. Like I put my phone down and it was only for like maybe 10 minutes. Made my little sandwich, had my little coffee and I just sat in my backyard so I wasn't around people. Mm-hmm. And I just chilled in the sun. I got some sun that I hadn't felt forever because it was right after it had been raining for like the longest time. And it was just nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like new hobbies for me. Yeah, it's a I need good a, time. I need to get that you like you just, you okay. should just do it one day and just come on to an episode. <laughs> we make the jingles with the ukuleles. <laughs> I need Chris to actually be like the main instrument yeah. though. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I wish people could like, if people are listening to this, I hope that they comment like what they want to see from us and what they want to yeah. see us do. 
Hit us yeah. up on our Instagram at Titan Radio. What do you want to do? What hobby, what hobby have you learned or you want to learn during this time since you now yeah. have the time? Or like tell us to try something and we'll try it. And if we fail, we'll still post it. TR tries it. What do TR you want us to it. do? Yeah, what do you want us to do? Honestly, I wanted to, to do TR tries it for the longest time, but no one committed to it. So like I'll do a ton of tries it. We had a bunch of ideas and then we had to stop them. <laughs> Honestly, yes, but it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Just quarantines. <laughs> Just quarantines. Yeah. But yeah, um, one of the last questions we had was going to be, how can Titan Radio help you at your home experience? This is more going to be for, I guess, future guests. Um, yeah. If they want us to do something a little bit different with how we run stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Like Angie said, we're a student organization. So like we run everything by ourselves mainly. So yeah. a lot of the ideas we make are either from input from other students or what you guys want not always mm-hmm. from like actual higher up faculty yeah. obviously you're a part of tr angie so you already have a say in it but um i don't know where do you guys want to see tr learn from yeah. this experience so i'm going to switch it up for you where do i want to see tr learn from this experience yeah what do you want us to come out oh, either God. doing better or just learn from this is like a difficult question because like is. When I stepped into, like, as an intern position, that was when we started shifting to, like, what you see TR now, outside Mm -hmm. of, like, the memes and stuff like that. I do want to find, hopefully, a better community platform for everybody, Mm -hmm. um, where people can still communicate with each other. Because, like, we got to the semester where we're like, okay, we want to get to know a lot more people at the station. And luckily for us, like, there's a lot more people that are reaching out to us and talking to us and wanting to have those conversations. But, um... I just hope that throughout all of this, we can find that place where we can all communicate effectively to everybody else that's outside of the 14 staff members. Mm -hmm. And I just hope that we'll have our events for the fall or for the following spring. Like, you know, like for me and for you, like we're not going to be able to see anything happen, but we can set the little like building blocks so that people can just take over. Because, like, at the, at the end of the day, like, all I care about is, like, making sure that Titan Radio gives back to other people, like, the same way that they gave back to me, mm-hmm. that they become that space where people know that they can be them, themselves, like, the way that it happened for me, that they can grow and be a staff member, be, like, whatever they want to be through, like, the help of our platform, because, like, there's not a lot of organizations like kind of like us that are like small enough where we're always seeing each other but large enough where we have such a huge impact on like the campus as a whole Mm -hmm. um and so I just hope that like people will start realizing that like yes Titan Radio is just always going to be there for you Titan Radio is your best friend (laughs) Titan Radio (laughs) will always be your best friend and Titan Radio is literally like just there for the people Mm-hmm. we're not really trying to do anything like hostile or negative like we're always trying to like make sure that we're improving ourselves yeah. like that has a lot to do with like making sure that people want to pitch into the conversation like we're not gonna bite we're not, we're not some little like click like only yeah. the cool kids can join it's literally everyone of different interests yeah. looks thoughts can join yeah and- create something with the community that wants to create things yeah i hope people will know more about titan radio 
just as some someone that's like going to be there for you <laughs> but yeah thanks angie for being from the first episode and if any of you guys are interested student faculty even an outsider in an other school and your school's mm-hmm. handling it in a completely different way we want to hear about it anyone is literally welcome on the show mm-hmm. don't need to be a toughie just to be here yeah. Um, but yeah, hit us up on our Instagram at Titan Radio or even our Twitter at Titan Radio or even give us a follow or both. We ain't going to say no. Yeah. DM us and we would love to kind of talk to you guys and see if we can get you on the show to give your input, even if it can't be a full episode, if it's just a couple minutes or a couple mm. questions, we'll take them. But yeah, that wraps it up for episode one of Just Quarantines. And we will see you guys, not see you guys, but you'll hear from us next week, I guess. Uh Yeah, they will. Okay. (laughs) Bye, guys.